pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Going out across London, we're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm ridiculous. What's your credit card number? What's yours? I can, I can, uh, I can, well, I don't have it on me, but... Would you send it via... I absolutely would. I, can, I will email it to you afterwards. Don't e- Anne won't email a credit card uh, number. Just send it in two to, separate no, emails. But, no, but... Would you? <laughs> If it's to pay for something, you've got to add the little um, mm. the little security number as well. But who are you concerned about? Are you concerned about G- G- Mr. Google reading it in- before it reaches its destination? No, or- I'm concerned about someone hacking my email. Has that happened before? Not yet, but it could do. Could Somebody's do. trying to get into my Adobe publishing account right now. I've had five password resets Wow! this afternoon. They really want to see. And do you keep your credit card details in there? I don't automatically email them back when somebody's after password reset. I I just, that just seems strange. Of course you'd you'd put it in an email. No way. No way, Jose. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Anne Scantlebury. Good. We're a video game radio show. We talk about video games. And finances. For for an hour or so. Uh, We do that every Monday. We're doing that for. The recipient. (laughs) I mean, do we trust anyone? What did I email it? No. Nobody is emailing it. That seems, that seems ridiculous instead. to me. <laughs> but, but, that's why don't you t- read it out on the radio? <laughs> Send him an MP3. Yeah. Nope. Okay. How have your weeks been? Uh, You're great. terrified of technology, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Don't speak on the mobile phone to anybody in case people are being, in case you're being intercepted, do yeah, you? Yeah, I cover up all of the little cameras yeah, quite on right. everything. I cover them all up. I say, I, I try and trick Alexa right. by going, oh, hi Alexa, not really. And then it turns, it does, I don't know. <laughs> Dexter was um, showing me that if you say Alexa, Simon says, and then repeat rude phrases, Alexa does that. <sighs> That's your son. I know. How's your week, Steve? It's good. Uh, I've been doing some academic marking. That's as okay. interesting as you might imagine. Shall we do that on air? Shall we? Can we? Would we be breaking any sort of laws to do? I'm if sure we, didn't we would. Identify I'm them? certain we would. Okay. Go through was it good? What's That's the standard some, some like? Good, really good, actually. It, really good this year. What was year. the subject of the essay? Uh, they had to compare a video game design principle with uh-huh. a video game. So, for example, you might get, uh, you know, something like Learning Curves and Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had to take a video game from the Golden Age. Of, no, well, great. actually, from pre-90s was the restriction. Okay. Uh, and, of course... All of the students, well, most of the students uh, were born after the year 2000. For, for them, this is, these are fairy tales. Right, <laughs> these are, yeah. These are, so they have to really learn about the, the games as well as learning about the principle. But it's interesting. It's interesting to read all of their, their views on that. And also, I've been writing Marioki songs in preparation for uh, the first Marioki of 2019, 
which is on Friday. I saw on Twitter that you described one as high risk. Yeah, really high risk. It's the most aggressive Marioki song I've ever written. It's got the rudest swear word. Oh, oh well. Does it? Second rudest. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's got the second rudest. I mean, mostly just, it's just people barking at each other. Okay. Really, really yelling. So I'm looking forward to performing that. Yeah. In front of my students. <laughs> Would you email the lyrics to anybody? <laughs> I send them in two separate Would emails. You? Exactly. <laughs> Alternate <yeah>. letters, something <laughs> like that. Good. How's your, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been great, actually. Talking about classic games, I have uh, I did a foolish thing this week. I um, So I bought a Galaxian arcade cabinet. I can't remember if I told you that. What, so a tiny one, uh, fully the working. Third size one. Uh, yeah, quarter. it's much, much smaller than that. Yeah, yeah. Quarter, it turns out a quarter is smaller than you'd right. think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought that, and I really loved it. It's like, oh, I should... Uh, I should get more. I should buy all of these. They're all out of stock now. So, <laughs> so um, I built a Picade. <gasps> really? What's I that? did. What is it? It's a um, it's a main cabinet. Uh, so it's about, about it's about that tall as as um, tall as uh, my forearm. Ah. Ten inch screen in it. Uh, joystick. Six buttons. Um, you put a Raspberry Pi in it. So did you buy a kit? I did buy a kit. Right, yes. Okay. Um, uh, how easy was it to assemble? Well, <laughs> I'm not very good at these things. Um, uh, no, I when I tried to replace my left Joy-Con, mm-hmm. um, that ended up in the bin. I ordered a, I ordered a, a, a Joy-Con from China that arrived separately. I took it apart and I, was, oh, I couldn't get it back together. It popped out, uh, died. I had to buy a new Joy-Con. So um, I started this with optimism, mm-hmm. uh, followed a video. Then the videos deviated because I got the 10-inch screen rather than the 8-inch screen. Of course. Do you want 47% more screen size, <laughs> Anne? Yes, I do. Good. Got that. Um, went to bed on Thursday night. I think I started about 8 o'clock, uh, sort of doing it on and off throughout the night. Bed at half past 11 when I just assembled it and turned it on okay. and realised that it was all buggered. <laughs> and then couldn't sleep until 1 o'clock because I was like, oh, why is this? Why is this? Anyway, on and off throughout the weekend... Um, uh, been uh, taking it apart again, putting it back. Yeah, it works now. Uh, so yeah, and and all the way through the process, I was thinking, God, I should have just bought one fully assembled. But mm. now it's assembled, and I built it. Mm. I feel I feel feel more towards it. Anyway, so I've been putting those classic games that your students were born after okay. on them. Uh, played, yeah, and uh, been trying to show them to Dexter. Uh, yeah, and he's just not interested. No, he's no like, interest. well, what are these? Why would I? Yeah, yeah, but I love it. I love it. It's really really cute. You know that you buy a lot of stuff. Yes. Do you throw away a lot of stuff as well? Uh, sometimes. I, uh, I have a, a purge every few years. Uh, and do you think because you made this yourself, you're going to be less likely to throw it away? Well, this will replace the... the I had an iPad version yeah. uh, with, the, with the original iPad on so it. So you've thrown the iPad away? Well, no. I, <laughs> I th- but I think I, I, th- I think I will do. Really? But you can delete you the app, can't you? You should go through my rubbish. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like very expensive rubbish. Hmm. On Monday, the 14th of January, I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Bungie has split from Activision. The companies began working together eight years ago. During that time, they released Destiny and Destiny 2. Bungie will be taking full responsibility for Destiny in the split. Blizzard has jumped in to say that Destiny 2 will continue to be supported on Battle.net. Bungie also has a new game in the pipeline following an investment of $100 million from NetEase. So, fingers crossed, Bungie will bounce back from this split quickly. That's a strong start, Anne. Mm. Strong start. Good. What do we think happened here, then? (laughs) I have heard that Destiny 2 has not done as well as people expected it to. Uh, And I've also heard from uh, players that it is not as good a game as they had hoped as well. And who did they blame? Did they blame Bungie or Activision? (laughs) I think everyone has a lot of affection uh, for Bungie and with good cause they've made some astonishing games and they've got a really you know illustrious history uh, extending before Halo so I, I think that there's a lot of players of the game who believe that this, this separation is an opportunity for Bungie to um, to get themselves back on track it's kind of like a, a reset uh, if you like and um, 
I'm not sure it'll be that easy because Activision obviously uh, have a lot of uh, skill and a lot of this big backer to lose. And they clearly, they, they must have uh, little faith in the Destiny, chan- Destiny franchise, surely, if they're letting it go. <clears throat> well, I suspect um, it's... The, it's uh, so you know how we were talking last week about um, some games disappearing off Steam because um, mm-hmm. the license had expired. I mm. think the term had just gone up. It must be. Really? I don't know why Activision would let it go. Hmm. Uh, I think that whoever um, did the paperwork originally, yeah. maybe set the date so far in the future. <laughs> oh, that'll <laughs> never happen. Exactly. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's 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 totally possible as well. That you know, so presumably Activision get first refusal yeah, on something maybe, like this. Maybe. But if the cost is too high and they can't get the numbers to work, then the answer is no. Because right? yeah, because there doesn't seem to be any acrimony over mm. the split. Um, Activision are definitely not short of money. Have you seen how much they're paying their new CFO just for joining? No. $15 million. That's okay, isn't it? That's that's a good golden handshake. Oh, yeah, no, I, I would totally be a CFO yeah, I don't mean that. that's, <laughs> I don't mean that's okay in a sort of like, we're fine I with will that. permit it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd be okay with that if you were the CFO. I would, and I'm not yeah. sure who else would be okay with that. Right. Um, so, yes, it does feel like an odd one. It feels like it's slipped through Activision's fingers mm. to me. Mm. Uh, so they, when they uh, joined forces initially, it was on a 10-year publishing deal. Okay. And so they've split off to eight, so that's a bit Have like... They? What mm. what's going on, guys? They're, well, maybe on the ten year they put maybe it was eight plus two, i.e., you could break at eight and it it's rolled like on. It's like when you have a tenancy maybe. agreement. Uh, I, sorry, I didn't realise it was a ten year initially. Okay, yeah. So it's before the term had finished. Yeah, uh, but you're right. It could have just been like, uh, well, let's review before right. the ten before years. Again. I mean, I literally don't. Know. I know about the ten year thing, but I don't know about that. But uh, there's also been some stuff. Uh, a few weeks back that we were talking about with Activision and Blizzard and how Activision uh, want more. They just want more and now they're having to cut costs at uh, Blizzard a bit because... Giving their CFO all the money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I I sort of read some stuff about how maybe their uh, Activision's desire to get everything like something new out every year every year they want something annually. Maybe that's not really fitting in with Bungie how Bungie wants to work with Destiny or work at all maybe they want to you know take a little bit more time over stuff yeah and i guess uh, what we're seeing from the bigger publishers is that they want to rely um purely on their own owned ip and mm. they won't have owned uh destiny that will be someone else's obviously bungee so uh perhaps it's strategic on their part who knows who not us <laughs> There's some drama going on with Unity and Improbable. It all started with Improbable releasing a statement saying that due to an overnight change in Unity's terms of service that all games made using Improbable's spatial OS and Unity were now in breach of the terms. Their Unity licenses were also revoked. This put many games u- made using spatial OS in jeopardy. Unity responded by saying it that it had been having discussions with Improbable about this for a year and that it was Improbable's decision not to partner with Unity that that is the issue. They also tried to reassure developers with live games. Then Improbable released a statement with Epic, operator of Unreal Engine, that the two had got together to start a $25 million fund for developers stuck in limbo who might want to move to more open engines. Yeah, I mean, normally, Simon and I would be snarky about overrunning the theme there. Couldn't cut anything. My goodness. I know, it's been a week. I've been looking forward to your news, actually, because it has been... I'm hoping that there's a story... Later on about another topic. No. Is there not? <laughs> no, because that is a legal thing I am not willing to get in. Okay. Well, if you're talking about the thing I think you're talking about. The, the cheeky USB. No? Yes, the cheeky USB yeah. from the uh, cheeky... Um, and when I say cheeky, I mean absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So let's stick with this then, yeah. if that's not coming. No. <laughs> Unlike the man who had the cheeky USB. Um, uh, yeah, this was all a bit grubby, wasn't it? Oh. I didn't like this what, well, uh, well, one well, bit. Well, 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 well. I, I, you know, as show policy, like, obviously we don't like any kind of drama where people are sad, right? No, you know, we don't no like sad no. drama. And especially, especially drama. when our friends are involved... True. True. And we are friends with... Improbable. Who sponsored Marioki a few yeah. years yeah, ago. Friends with Unity. Who, who have brought us over to play Unite. And Epic, Epic who sponsored Marioki. Yep. And it's... Well. So it's not grubby. Seems fine. Did I say grubby? <laughs> what you meant was... <laughs> sounds great. No, what I mean is yeah. um, a, a lot of... Uh, 
dirty laundry being uh, aired in Not public. dirty, just general laundry. <laughs> Sorry, lovely laundry. <laughs> lovely. They'd all washed their laundry and they were just flashing, they were hanging That's it out. Such and, nice clothes as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it all seemed to happen quite quickly. Mm. Um uh, yeah, because it was only a couple of days, and then the epic twenty-five million dollar fund is suddenly available. I which, mean, you which know, people were saying that was very quick. It was but, very quick, but, yeah, but, but they've got loads of cash. If you can give a CFO fifteen million just for showing up on day one, twenty-five—that's nothing. You can well, and Tim Sweeney uh, was in the uh, rich list, wasn't he? Right, new entry above, uh, um, straight in above Gabe Newell. Is that right? Yeah, eight but billion. They, they also did uh, or something uh, say in their statement where all of this was coming from, and it looked like it was already established funds. Uh, that's what it seems to me when I read through the statement. Uh, it was it's like, like oh. the money for the NHS, is it? <laughs> is it? Where they say that they're going to give it, but it's already been allocated. Yeah, they're like, oh, so this is coming from uh, such and such developer fund. Uh, uh, we'll take some of this from this fund as the well. The thing is, they th- we know that Epic have all of the money right now. They all have of all of the money. And people were saying this is, uh, you know, oh, it's a bit, bit suspicious that it's happened so quickly. I mean, you know, it did, did happen super sharp. But I was thinking when... Uh, when we'd only heard one side of the story, when Improbable came out with their statement, uh, and no one could wrap their heads around why Unity might have done this, I think everyone saw this as an easy win for Unreal, who are you know trying to bring as many new developers across their engine as possible. And for them to find $25 million is like one of us finding... Fiverr? <laughs> probably That's less enough. than that, yeah. Like a quid? A quid. Quid. Have you got? A quid? I've never found a quid. <laughs> One day, yeah, yeah, I know. Though, right? You know, it's it is a significant amount of money to most people, but for them right now, it's not. And to bring for the PR win alone, that's you know, I think that's a trivial thing to sign off on. So, so what is happening with the games built in Unity that are currently using improbable tech? Because there was an awful lot of uncertainty uh, the day that it was announced. But I, I mean, I would get, I would guess because of the the way it was announced, right? Mm. It was announced straight into the press um, or you know, public statements being made rather than people being contacted individually. Those games are still operating. Is that right? So Worlds Adrift uh, is still... Lazarus. Yeah. Mm. St- are they still... Ha- yes. Are they? Yes. Okay. So initially... I think worlds. So I only really know about those two. Worlds adrift. Uh, Bossa said we're just going to keep going, and Lazarus took the game down. Okay, which is obviously terrible and yeah. terrifying. Um, but then, uh, so when Unity came back, they said, "Look, everything that is currently made using Spatial OS uh, can continue being like that. You can put them up. That nothing. You aren't in trouble, or there's nothing is going to go wrong there. But people were starting to say, yeah, but your terms of service, which we're signed up to, is still very, very ambiguous. So, so Unity was saying, well, we're going to go back and we'll reword all of that so it's less ambiguous. So the games that are currently in it are fine, but it looks as though games that would be made in future using it, not. Was this a uh, terms of service update which was designed to catch, uh, to stop something else that ended up effective in, in, in probable? Do you think it was done specifically for them? Well, they're involved, they've been involved in negotiations, haven't they? Okay. Contract negotiations. I believe Unity and Improbable, I think it said that in the first mm. statement right. from Improbable, that um, they'd, been, they'd been talking for six months or so, and then suddenly, according to them, Unity suddenly did this and, and it came as a big shock to them all. So I think uh, all of these, these games and this non-grubbiness uh, could also be part of essentially contract <coughs> negotiations, uh, people bluffing and people calling those bluffs and, and that sort of thing. It's very, very hard for us to see. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's unclear to us, isn't it? Right. I, 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 that's not a very helpful thing to say in <laughs> analysis terms. But. but also, I think it's unclear to us the poor developers who yeah, this affected. Yeah, it's much the, worse for. Like, very, very unclear to them. And, you know, these are their games and this is how they make their living and <clears throat> and their reputations and all of their hard work. And that I think, you know, in amongst any any of this, and we will maybe we will never fully understand it, but you've just got to feel so bad for Since them. Since we're friends with them all, we should have brought them all on the we show, should, yeah, should we? Could have been exactly. a Jeremy Kyle moment. Yes. <laughs> and then could have, at the wings, we could have said, so um, how do you think your, your children, the developers... Oh, no feel about that and then brought you know friends from bossa and friends from spilt milk in there as well and seeing what happens it will end with a a hug is that how jeremy cowell mostly ends i believe it or is it thrown chairs across it's it's usually a bodyguard is pulling someone off stage either way ratings winner 
Amazon is developing a game streaming service. It's thought the service won't be running until 2020, but that Amazon has had chats with publishers already. This news sees Amazon join Google and Microsoft, who are also looking into their own streaming services. Google is testing out a game streaming service entitled, intelligently, Project Stream, and put out an early test version in October. Microsoft has announced snazzily titled Project X Cloud last October. Also, very excited that the next year will be filled with saying stream and cloud approximately one million times. So something here is gonna gonna work, isn't it? And the others are gonna die. Yeah. One assumes <laughs> like one is of these is gonna win cloud? out. Well, generally, uh, generally one of these uh, the these sort of fast rushes for tech yeah. battles. So we're gonna have a big battle over streaming um, video as well this year. It seems like because we've got we've already got Netflix, we've already got Amazon, and we've got uh, what's the other one? Netflix, Amazon. Hulu? Let's say That's Hulu. one. There's a few, isn't there? There's now TV, I yeah. guess. Um, and uh, in addition, this year you've got Disney are about to launch oh, their, their, their service and they're taking all of the Marvel stuff. Have you seen, have you seen the Marvel roster for this year? No. You've got these two no, those and those ones. two. And they're fighting. And yeah, and they're fighting these well, things. And I got followed by the official Avengers Endgame account. Did you? So did, yeah. Which I'm taking as a uh, call-up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because I started following me on Twitter. Um, and you've got, um, I think, Apple are launching a streaming video right. or rumoured to be launching rumored. a streaming, uh, streaming video thing as well. So that's one battleground. And presumably, by the end of this year, that mess will have all sorted each other out. It's sorted itself out. Some of these things will have bought each other. And the same will happen with this games service Who's as well. Who's your money on? Who's going to win? Yeah. Do you know what we should do? There's three of them. We should, um, we should all put a fiver in. And then whoever wins... Wins. Well, take some money. Yeah, fifteen right. million dollars. <laughs> All right, I I would bet on Google right now. I Going think. Amazon. I I I don't think it's going to be Amazon. Well, I do. Well, I'll say Microsoft then. Yeah, great. Okay, good. Five so pounds this is recorded. Good. Right. That's how a lot of money. How are we going to class it? Can we go for a quid? Um, <laughs> if only we had one. How are we going to uh, determine the winner? Then the others die. Steve said the others will die. <laughs> Don't say that. So, <laughs> so we're going to wait until die. we right. need blood. Right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, Fair I guess the service, each of those services, will be shut down at some point. I sort we're of not regret. waiting that long. <laughs> for my really? ten How pounds off you. Think you? It's gonna... <laughs> Should we be investing this money so it, w- it will increase? Hmm. Uh, Do we not think there's space for them all? I think there's space for two of them. Oh, it's there. Really? Wow, okay. It's like run around. Yeah. Uh, well, there's loads of, like you said, there's a, f- a few uh, video streaming services at the minute. Mm. I, do you think game streaming is like as in a, a service? Have you, you have you ever played one? Did you play um, on live? They were, they were the friendster of game streaming. Did, that was quite good. Was uh, that, I think I got an on live box. We all got them, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't I play it, I recently threw one away, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, did you play uh, Gakai, which because no. which has become PlayStation Now? Nope. Have you played GeForce Now? Nope. Um, yeah, I mean that's really impressive. Uh, low latency. I played uh, one of the Arkham Origins on my Nvidia Shield mm. uh, from on from the Nordic game on their notoriously bad Wi-Fi, and that was pretty good. But they exist. But uh, I guess they are the difference between those and you know hardware propositions of fifteen years ago is that. They cost a lot of money to keep running, right? Like, you have to own the servers that the games are going to run on. And at some point, you do not have enough subscribers or it becomes a uh, proposition that your company is losing money on or it just does not fit with your company's portfolio anymore. And you shut it down and then it stops working for everyone. So these things, I don't think, will last for a long time unless they're the market leader. Uh, maybe, maybe Anne's right. Maybe market leader Two. and runner-up. Yeah. yeah. So one of us stands Ooh, to lose oh, five pounds, <laughs> which is which is basically basically everything. Can you guess what was the most played game on Nintendo Switch in Europe last year? Yes. Of course, <laughs> it's the only game that's ever mattered. Fortnite. Pretty impressive since it only came out in June. The news was announced via Switch's news app. Others in the top five most played were Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Interesting because uh, Mario Kart, of course, didn't come out last year. Did it come out the year before? Whoa. Um, it's, it's most probably, played. It's probably yeah. just us and our time trial competition. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Splatoon 2 was the year before as well, wasn't it? That wasn't last year. Yeah, I don't think it was. Mm. But Splatoon 2 is is massive in Japan, isn't massive it? Massive in explaining. Japan. So actually, when massive. you said yes, I was thinking it's going to be Splatoon 2. Yeah. But it's not. No. Would you have gone for Fortnite? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, course, oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Of course. I mean, even I'm an idiot. Uh, I keep meaning to bring it up. I've got um, a date on my phone uh, where that your son asked me to put in, <laughs> which said it was when we had the uh, Marioki uh, Summer Contributors Party. And he was there and he was playing Fortnite. Of course he was. Throughout all Trying of it. Trying to keep the stats up. So we were, we were chatting to him about Fortnite and he was telling us all the moves, showing, showing right. us how good he was doing. <laughs> uh, and, then like I, and then I said to him, Dexter, do you reckon you're going to be playing this forever? And he went, no. And I was like, when, when are you going to stop? And he said, in a year. I was like, what exactly a year? He went, yeah, a year today. Uh, wow. So we put it in my calendar. Okay, right. Uh, I can't he wouldn't mislead you over that, would he? No, he wouldn't. No. Well, you say that, Anne. Mm. Uh, but I saw Dexter over Christmas. Yeah. I was with Simon. It yep. wasn't just a date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I asked he'd, him about he'd have my blessing, Steve. <laughs> I have to say, I'd welcome you into family. Of course, but it's about his right. as well. Uh, so we, we um, so I talked to him yeah. about this. I said, you know, uh, Anne's got a yeah. date, date in her calendar, uh, which is the date you're going to stop playing Fortnite. Yeah. And he went, what? Yeah. <laughs> And I explained that, I, you know, he'd forgotten everything because life moves pretty fast yeah. when you're that age. Also, he might not have been listening. No, he was well, playing Fortnite. Fortnite. And he, uh, he got quite anxious wow. about yeah. it. He said, he said that he was just going to lie to you. <laughs> and it's okay because we can say, we can talk about this now because he doesn't listen doesn't to the listen. show. Doesn't listen doesn't to the show. Doesn't listen to the show. Even though he was also told that we talked about his Christmas presents. Yeah, that's on, right, before he got them. <laughs> before yeah, he got them. True. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure he still doesn't listen to it. So just so you know, Anne, he's going to lie to you. Yeah. Okay, well, good. For, forearmed is forewarned is fortnight. Very good. And finally, charity speedrunning event Awesome Games Done Quick has raised over $2 million for US Charity Prevent Cancer Foundation. Awesome Games Done Quick is a is the winter edition of Games Done Quick. This event was held this year between the 6th and 13th of January, with the next one coming up in June. Money from the events is raised either for Prevent Cancer Foundation or Doctors Without Borders, with ad hoc events held to raise money for other charities. Awesome. Have you ever watched any of this? I've never watched them live, although I did see some footage. I didn't realise that they that they did some of them um, in uh, IRL, hmm. uh, so in front of, uh, of oh, actual yeah, yeah, audiences. Yeah. I didn't realise that, and I saw um, some footage I'd... of somebody completing Mario Odyssey very quickly. Yes, so they it was held, I think, in Maryland, and over 2,000 people went. That's great. That's wow. loads of people. Um, I sort of included this because I think it's very, you know, this is great. It's a good news story. But also, I just don't, I just don't get, like, I just don't know that I would tune in to watch it. But so many people do. I mean, so many people. It is, it's a huge thing. Uh, and it is, it's kind of fun to watch. It's cool, isn't it? Because they often play games in ways which you would not expect. And there's something genuine. Where We saw a live playthrough of Resident Evil, did we? Where they were going to complete that in, in an, under an hour? We were at an event. Um, really? I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, we were up doing something. I something. don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could do Marioki done quick this time next yeah. year. It's not a bad idea. All Marioki songs. All Marioki <laughs> songs as quickly as possible. The biggest yeah. speed run of yeah. every Marioki wow. song wow. back to front. Yeah. I'd do that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's commitment. Mm. That commitment noise. All right. Thanks, Anne. <laughs> One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, this is Clam and the cover of the Outrun song. <laughs> Came out on Thursday. Uh, did you buy it? I feel bad for calling it the Outrun song. It's not the Outrun song, is it? Is this is this Passing Breeze? It's not. How dare you? Is it Splashway? No. Is it Magical Sound Show? Yes. Okay. It's that one. Anyway, it's called Outrun on chipmusic.org, which Came is where out. we got it from. Uh, did you, you buy it? Uh, yes, of course it did. Why did you buy it? I used to buy Outrun whenever it's available on okay, whatever good. format. What good. did it come out on? Uh, Switch, Nintendo Switch. It's under £6, Anne. What is that? It's five ninety nine. I've played it. Outrun, yeah. It's the, it's the red car, blue sky racing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. When we were uh, your, your age... Uh, you would sit in, a, in an actual Ferrari in an arcade which had h- hydraulic uh, bits underneath it which would move. Was it an actual Ferrari? No. <laughs> uh, it, although it was licensed, wasn't it? Because the game's been changed over been, time yeah, yeah. Uh, to remove the Ferrari, I yeah. believe. Um, so, but it wasn't an actual, no. It was, a, it, was a, it was an official recreation of one. Could I have played it at Namco Station? Yes, you could have. That's where I played it. Um, and then, you know, of course, it has the standalone uh, with the steering wheel. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Doesn't, doesn't run so well on the Picade, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, not powerful enough for it. But it doesn't matter because you've got the £6, £6 version, 5 99 runs at 60 frames a second, although you can also pair it back to 30 frames a second, which is good. You can play it in all, uh, play it in the original 4.3 or in uh, actual extended widescreen, not stretched. They extend the field of view. Um, what's nice about this is that, I, well, I've never finished Outrun. Uh, I've never got to the end. Um, at the end of each stage, the, the, the course branches into two, and then you choose uh, which one you're going to take. Left is usually easier than right. So if you mm. want to go the hardest, you go right all the way, or you go right and left. Da, 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 da. Um, if you get to any of the runs in, the, in this uh, Switch version, you can, um, it gives you, gives you car bonuses that you can then apply which might be, mean that you don't uh, get knocked by other traffic as much or oh, stuff like that. It's quite nice. nice. Nice way of getting you to, to go through it. I mean, obviously, I've never finished Outrun. You know, I was talking about Dragon's Lair, uh, uh-huh. a game I've never finished. That's out on Switch this week as well. <laughs> but uh, Dragon's Lair 1, Dragon's Lair 2, twi- Time Warp, and Space Ace is the uh, triple pack. Right. <laughs> I'm in, and I will never finish that. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that going to be? I think you it's know, $20. $20, okay. So probably be 18 quid when it was something like that. <laughs> Um, that's uh, that's exciting. I was going to ask something about. So, well, sorry, go on. I was, um, I was just going to. So, point. is it otherwise fundamentally identical to Outrun? As in, is yep. it a faithful recreation yep. of the eighties yep. Outrun? Yeah, yep. and then it just has these bonuses yep. applied on the yep. app. Same graphics. Cool. Uh, but so, but you were you were grooving down to that. Yeah, no, and you now? Do you recognise that piece of music? We have played it on the show before, but mm. do you? Do, did you recognise it? Or did you just naturally start moving in a grooving? I think I naturally started moving. it's brilliant, isn't moving. it? It's and great. anybody who doesn't pick that song for Outrun, I think is wrong. Because mm. the other ones that you mentioned... Outrun. Out, yeah, are significantly worse. Hum a passing breeze. Well, I can't. No, you can't, can you? <laughs> Sing Magical Sound Shower. <laughs> I will not. No, I'm... Uh... <laughs> For other reasons. Yeah. No, I... I mm, maybe we should play another one later in the show, but I've got, some, I've got something nice about to come up, so... Uh, maybe we could do an Outrun song a week. Oh, it's just so good. I could have charged more for it. I don't understand. <laughs> Just for the soundtrack, yeah. Uh, right, shall it's we? Got get... a new, it's got a new original track in it as well, Has which it? remixes actually all of them together. That's not well, new then. Well, well, it's a new, it's, it's a, a mashup. New, it's, it's new arrangement. Mashup. Yeah. All right, time for letters. Thank you very much for your letters this week. Uh, James Parker writes, "Hello, team, and no SSG." Last week I was listening to the show and my phone was at extreme jeopardy levels of battery life. The phone managed to hold on until the very last moment of the closing theme tune before shutting down, as if it truly understood the importance of radio's best and only video games radio show. I imagine this this is a portent of a great year to come. Ideally, this heartwarming story would have seamlessly led into a great question, but the best I can do is, what is the most tense game you've ever played? Cheers, Jay Parks. He's going to come on the show soon, by the way. Good. Uh, back on the show when Rico comes out. Good. He mailed me. Good. Uh, most tense game. game. What was that one where I threw the controller at yours, Steve? Uh, was it Outlast? Yeah. Yeah. That. 
for me, it's absolutely uh, Super Monkey Ball. I've told this story too many times on the show before, but managing to beat uh, the normal, this I think it's is it beginner, normal, and advanced. I think uh, the first set of levels, second set of levels on Super Monkey Ball. Uh, on the final life of my final continue, uh, I was shaking. I just did it, and that was tension. I, uh, the, the ones that I'm currently playing, which are the tensest, tensest uh, Rocket League. Some absolutely you phenomenal. still playing that? Oh, yes. Phenomenal game. Absolutely. Huh. Like 30 second countdown, you've got your goal behind. Or, or if your goal ahead, keeping the ball. It's, mm. uh, oh, it's fantastic. Have you made any Rocket League friends? Uh, I'm playing on Switch, no, so... So you don't have a little squad or no, anything? I don't have a squad, okay. no. I All just right. rock up. I'm a, I'm a car for hire. <laughs> Has anyone hired you? No. Okay. Uh, right, another letter. Uh, do you want to go answer? Yeah, hello team. Uh, I've stupidly started playing Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. I'm not sure how long I'll stick with it, but it's Benny Bennett Foddy, so I've got to try. Who are the names you follow? Who should I be following? Pip Pip, and that's from Robert. It's unusual, actually, Bennett Foddy, to name the game because um, uh, you had American McGee. Uh, who else had their name in the games that they were making? Not even Hidge does it, does he? Well, there's a talk at GDC this year by Bennett and Zach Gage okay. called "Put Your Name in Your Game." Right, and um, but has Zach Gage do done it? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe he's he, the counterpoint. I think, I think he does. Or at least he makes it very, very visible. And the name of his, uh, the name of all of his games, is. A, I think his name is in the in the production company. I'm not sure now, okay. obviously, because I'm stammering. Uh, but I think that he is a person that I absolutely follow uh, for sure. Is there anyone you follow, Anne? No. <laughs> no. No. I no. don't follow anyone. Uh, I follow uh, Philip Stollenmeyer, who is the guy behind Cami Box games on cell phones, uh, which are all of which I think are absolutely brilliant, but I'm particularly addicted to Seesaw, which I'll talk about later in the show. But everything. Uh, Daniel Ben McGee uh, as well, brilliant, brilliant designer, uh, and everything he makes, I'll try and buy. And obviously, One Life Left's Terry Kavanagh. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's, T-Cavs. The, that's the man I follow. T-Cavs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. and um, uh, uh, Grace Bruxner as well, Frog yeah. Detective. Grace Bruxner. Hmm. She made Frog Detective. Grace Bruxner. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> what did she make? Frog Detective. Oh, okay. Huh. Bruxner, comma Grace, Detective, <laughs> comma Frog. Uh, she's great, and I think that games are increasingly becoming associated with like people rather than brand names. I think that's great. I think I more will go for if I loved a game. And then I see that studio is making another one. I'll be like, yeah, I'll give that a go. But I don't think I associate with people. Should. Try. Mm. try. Okay, I'll try. Right. Can you remember the name of the uh, folk detective lady? Grace Bruckner. Well done. Brooks. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt Bailey writes, Dear Team OLL, Over Christmas, I found some time in my two-year-old daughter's naps to play the delightful adventure game Tutrell on Steam. It's like playing a colourful animation with a series of puzzles in a funny quest to get a cherry. One time, she woke up and realising there was no bad language or anything in particular violent in the game, I got her to join in with me as we finished it. It was great to do this together as I try and introduce her more to gaming. However, she enjoyed it so much she now demands Orange Spider, as she calls the main character, on a daily basis. And so I've now completed the puzzles about four or five times. We've had to buy the game again so my wife can play it with her on the tablet too. As much as I love it, I'm keen to get her out on something else. So I'm desperately reaching out to the team, in particular fellow gaming father Simon, and any listeners for recommendations on games that my toddler and I can play together and will hold her attention. Thanks, Matt. Any recommendations, Simon? Not for toddlers. My uh, my one year old uh, started t- bashing a screen on a game. I forget which one it was. Uh, Kate showed me uh, her doing that. That was a reaction to something happening in front of her. But uh, I mean, I think to describe it as playing would be. Well, she's got a controller, uh, hasn't she? She has got that fake controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting her into it. Um, Have you seen Gnog? No. So that strikes me as the sort of game that might be interesting for a very very young. Uh, gamer, uh, it's it, it. It has this kind of aesthetic, which is a bit like a uh, a toddler or a newborn's 
playset, you know, where you're just hitting buttons and right. things are spinning around. It's uh, it's all kind of robot heads that you mess around with bits and proceed through by clicking, dragging, a bit like you do in Chuchul okay. as well. I have a live update. Okay. Kate is listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, Balloon Popper. It's called that's all, and uh, any other Tokaboka stuff apparently. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's good news that because uh, last week uh, they said that screens are okay for us, didn't they, for our children? Did they? Yeah, it's not time; it's what they're doing. So if they're popping balloons, that's fine. It's all good, I guess. Um, yeah, so may- maybe either perhaps a little too young for a, a, a toddler. I think I played the uh, Tokaboka Christmas hair cutting game, uh, and I did. Hang on. I did that to Father Christmas. That's well cut. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could get a kid doing that. Yeah. Wouldn't be as good, mm. obviously. Yeah. We've got at least one more letter. We do. Uh, we can't read out CJC's or uh, Chris Conroy's uh, because it covers um, something that we decided we're not talking about mm. as part of his intro. He does talk about some things that were, on, uh, uh, that were unveiled at CES that I hadn't heard. What are they? Can you just skip the beginning bit? Ooh, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, unveiled at uh, CES. Wristbands that heat you up and cool you down. Water bottles with Bluetooth speakers in them. That's a brainstorm of session. <laughs> it's gone on for too long, hasn't it? <laughs> a new generation of gaming laptops that dropped the last pretense of subtlety. Foldable phones, roll-up TVs, and my personal favourite, the $5,000 racing sim rig that seeks to recreate the G-forces felt by racing drivers in the discomfort of your living room. But How it, to it, do that then? Yeah, I don't know. Well, this is why this email intrigued channel. me. He must know. Right. So, brilliantly, the rig works with American Truck Simulator. No news on its European sibling yet, so you can accurately, accurately recreate the existential dread of sitting in front of 10,000 f- gallons of flammable liquid travelling at 50 miles an hour for long stretches at a time. I'm just jealous, really. Who wouldn't want one of these in a home big enough to house it? Did any preposterous CES items manage to draw your attention away from the raging battlefields of the second week of the year? I didn't hear yeah, anything. No, about it, it CES. felt very, very quiet to me. Um, yeah, maybe was, we were just looking in the didn't wrong the news, places. Did it? I, I saw it was on the news. I was, I had a coffee in okay. a cafe. Okay. And I looked up at BBC News and I saw the folding phone. Okay. On it, but could, there was no sound. I didn't really know what was going on. And I was like, I bet that's. CES. I did see a picture of the yeah. folding phone. I thought, what is that for? Oh, it just Why looks annoying. You, it's too fat. It's, you can't put it in your pocket. And you can't see them to get folding pockets, folding trousers. <laughs> Chris Stewart writes, Dear Team LL, uh, the dark days of January are here and Blue Monday uh, is just a week away. Please can you offer your listeners some tips on keeping the blues at bay so we can keep smiling through the misery around us. Bonus points if they're video game related. Outrun. I had to... Uh, I didn't know what Blue Monday was. Oh. Right. Well, that's because it isn't a thing. <laughs> but then, Because then I was like... Am I going to get some discounts on some stuff? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Black Friday. And then, as it turns out, no, it's just sadness. Well, it's not even that. Is it's it? It's a PR story. Just it's made up by PR up. agencies. It was originally made up uh, to promote an online retailer, I believe. Oh, man. Sorry. Every, even our sadness can't be our own. Uh, uh, thank you so much for your letters yeah. this week. It's great. Ba- barely had to beg. Yeah, also, good that the only thing that can cheer you up is Outrun. Mm. Uh, if you want to write to us... Team at OneLifeLeft.com All right, we'll have another piece of music and then we'll be back after this with reviews. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Bit Shifters. Uh, and this is BBC Micro Dubstep. Ooh. Which I've been looking forward to playing all day. That's why, why it was quite an awkward start, because I was like, you will play. Right. You will. We're not tempted to uh, give yourself a little sneak preview. What, earlier? Yeah. Oh, no, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I was looking forward to bringing it to a oh, wider audience. Right. You are just looking forward to bringing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, when I had a BBC Micro in the 80s, I genuinely looked forward to bringing it. Fathers of Dubstep. <laughs> Always You're fun. like Zoe Ball, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. We've talked a lot about video games today. I know, what's Already? up? There's a lot of video games around at the moment, aren't it there? Is. In a supposedly quiet week. Do you think that news story that we can't talk about... Do you think it'll ever get to a point that we can talk about it? Well, we need to be a magic podcast, don't we? Because he'll <laughs> ring up and go on air and t- tell you all about it. <laughs> Maybe we could do that. Uh, we could masquerade. Uh, do you remember those times that Jez Sand was teaching us magic? Yeah. Pulling bunches of flowers out of his socks and all that sort Doing of nonsense. the coin trick. He taught the, did the coin trick, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. What is Medieval Times? Well, I thought it was that ridiculous thing show that you all sat on uh, facing while like um, people joust. And you yeah, big bits big of chicken. Yeah, yeah, big chicken. It was that, yeah. It's, hang on, I've got the internet. Medieval. Why don't you just ask America. Siri? America. Hey, Siri. What's Medieval Times? It's going to tell me about history. Medieval Times Dinner and Tournament is a family dinner theatre featuring staged medieval style games, sword fighting, and jousting. So Do you want fighting? me to keep reading? No. Hey, Siri. What hap- Hey, Siri. What happens if I lose something at medieval times? Here's what I found on the web for what happens if I lose something at medieval times. Have a look. Just go behind the scenes. Right. There's some videos. Just go to the lost property. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I found a new... Uh, I can't get at it from here. Um, I'll tell you later. Uh, but I found a new trick Are with you Alexa. trailing your own conversation? <laughs> uh, coming up later in the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just a little anecdote. <laughs> My own, own devising. Right. I think you'll Looking like it. it. yeah? But now, reviews. What have you been playing, Anne? I play Bandersnatch. Whoa! <clears throat> yeah, I said I would. You said you were going to do. I said do. I would, and I'm true to my word. You I'm are. nothing if not true to my word. Is that because that game that you deleted last week is still deleted? Yeah, it's still deleted. Turkey. And it's made me... Like, there's been a couple of times where it's made me a bit sad that I don't have it anymore, but it's fine, I'm getting through it. Uh, so I played Bandersnatch. Or did I watch it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Which, which one did you do? Can I tell you? So I get a lot of video game pitches, right? Yeah. So many are genre meets Black Mirror. <laughs> it's honestly, it's driving me mental. So I don't watch Black Mirror because I don't like the tone of that kind of writing, which is fine. Like, it's fine that it exists and it's fine that I don't really like it. Um, I find it a little bit too like, oh, I'm. it's a bit clever. Oh, I'm being really clever. You're not. You're just saying some stuff that's... Fine. It's fine that you It was the it. internet that did it. Yeah, well, yeah, good. Good, well done. Everyone's happy. Uh, so I wasn't expecting a lot from this. Uh, it was it was an all right experience. Uh, I will say the writing was very good. I found the production quality incredibly good. Um, and the mechanics were, like, the choose your own adventure stuff was fine. You just, you just... How many choices did you make? Loads. Loads? Right. Officially loads. Yeah, loads and loads. So... Did you listen to the Thompson Twins at the start? No. Wrong. Obviously, I went now too. <laughs> I'm a compilations girl. Right. Um, so, yeah, I went, uh, did it all through, got to an end. And it was actually very, very good at, like, channeling you back into it. And it became very, very compelling to want to find more and more endings. And it was really good at sort of taking you back and going, and it was sort of like replays where you'd, the, some of the choices you made until you got up to a particular choice. And then you'd branch off again uh, until you get, uh, an ending and then it just goes nope you're done goodbye um, so yeah I think that all worked quite nicely like oh, I was watching it on my Playstation so obviously it was seamless uh, it's just seamless it's natural for me to just have a, a joystick in my did what, you control it, it? With the con- did you um, 
So you controlled it with a joy joy con. Yeah. Sorry, dual shock. Yeah, yeah, about. yeah. And it would shake every time just before a decision was going to come up. And so I'd be like, oh, what are we going to do now? There was one decision which was a bit overwhelming for me. So I just handed it over to Matt. I was like, I don't want to make this decision. You make it quickly. Time's running out. Um, did you make the correct decision? Did you agree with what he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is like... Uh, so it's obviously hard to talk about it without spoiling it. There is one bit in it that happens which is incredibly, incredibly meta and it just sort of all goes in on itself and it was quite funny at first but it it sort of took... The, it becomes like very overdramatic, very, very meta. I said to Matt afterwards, um, it felt like a Brecht play. It really is uh, making you aware that it's commenting on itself, um, which is a smart thing is to have said. Is that how you and Matt yeah, yeah, normally yeah. speak? That's how we converse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was like, it, it's just so obvious that it is talking about itself. And it's obviously, a, it's a TV show that's a bit like a game that's about someone making a game that's a bit like what the TV show is. Uh, yeah, but it was an all right, I had quite a nice time. Seven out of ten. Simon. Uh, I have been playing Far Cry 5. What? what? Yes. What choices did you make? Well, of course, that's the beauty of the Far Cry games is that you can approach uh, each scenario as you see fit. Hmm. In my instance, that's directing a dog to go and kill everybody <laughs> or my uh, ass-kicking other sidekick because I've got the perk that allows me to have two members in my uh, team and me. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it, actually. Uh, it's uh, Far Cry, so um, we all know what that entails. Open-ended mi- missions, outposts that you need to liberate, s- side missions, stuff happening all the time. Set in America, uh, where you're in a big region of America, which has been taken over by a religious cult. Um, starts off where you're going to arrest the leader, and then you don't get the you know, everybody starts shooting you, and then you have to then you get the your your colleagues get kidnapped, and you have to go. Wait, free the them. religious people started shooting you. Well, he's a cult leader, isn't he? So he's he's got his. Uh, it's not you know it's not an established religion as we know. It's them. the gun religion. Yeah, he's 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 very naughty man. He is. Oh dear. He's keeping everybody in check. You're in a valley, and no, the rest of America doesn't know what's going on. Does he have a USB? So he's got a USB somewhere. <laughs> Um, I've, yeah, I'm yet to find the medieval times in uh, this region. <laughs> I forget what the region's called. Um, so, it's, yeah, I'm enjoying it, actually. So the, the world is beautiful. Um, it's got creatures um, uh, roaming the wildlife, and you can sometimes get, you know, approach. A bear can get you. You have to run Ooh. away from the bears. Um, you, you can st- jump in vehicles. Uh, you, loads of side missions, challenges, stuff like that. Uh, it's thoroughly enjoyable. I'm not finding it uh, too taxing. Um, mainly because I'm OP with my dog and my sidekick uh, doing quite well for me at the moment Um, yeah just being able to approach I had to take down um, a convoy which you know which you can do by driving in front of it shooting its wheels out or trying to stop it that way I just went and stole a helicopter flew flew above it that made me feel good um, you've got to liberate three regions before tackling the uh, the final uber boss I'm just, just about to finish the first region um, yeah very very good bought it in steam sale paid 20 pounds for it hey you won't catch me out Ubisoft uh, yeah I've not played a Far Cry game for a while in fact I did buy four but um, like all these things never actually started playing it but this is uh, this is very enjoyable seven out of ten about you Steve uh, I played one minute of The Eternal Castle Remastered, which is a uh, video game on Steam, which makes itself look like a remaster of a 1980s PC, or it might be early 90s PC game in with CGA graphics, uh, but is actually a fictional game. This game didn't exist, they're making it oh, up. what? Uh, and it looks looks kind of like flashback. It's that okay. kind of rotoscoped animation, but in CGI. Uh, CGI. I played one minute of it. I thought this looks beautiful. I don't have time to play it now, and I haven't gone back to it. Uh, but I will do for next week. I'll try to complete it. Smash Brothers. Oh, Finished good. it. Finished it. You're the it. best at Smash I'm Brothers. The best. As far as I know, not having played online, um, but yeah. I would be surprised if anyone's better oh, than exactly. me. Exactly. Uh, that said, so I completed the adventure mode, the spirit mode. Did I you? got to it's the pretty big that. Yeah, it's huge. I got to the final boss. I hate bosses in games. 
Do you know what I hate more than bosses? Boss rushes. Okay. Where you play a boss yeah. and then you play another boss and then right. another boss. I hate it. Uh, and that was the final boss. Uh, you took three fighters in there. Fight boss, do a bit of platforming, fight another boss, fight another boss, do a bit of platforming, fight another boss. Got through all of that. Got to, it took me about an hour or so. God. Got to the final, final, what I assume is the final, final, final boss. Yeah. Died with one bit of health left, uh, with the boss having one bit of health left, Shut and up. came very close to throwing my switch. Right. Um, then went uh, quit for the night. Just put that down in you. Yeah, put it down. Blew out the candle by the side of your bed (laughs) (laughs) and went to sleep. (laughs) Went to sleep. Uh, Came back the next day and saw there was an easier path, so fought one boss once and completed it and thought, that's enough with Smash Brothers. Uh, Don't like it, 7 out of 10. Uh, Then I played, I've been playing this week, Seesaw by Camibox. It's a mobile game. Uh, It's kind of like N++. But for mobile gamers, uh, you tilt left, tilt right. You don't actually tilt. I believe there are tilt controls, but sensibly there are on-screen touch controls as well. Touch left, touch right to steer a character around a world and collect three things. I don't know what they are. Gems or dots or something. Uh, in a very pretty abstract universe. And there's lots and lots of uh, levels. That's it. It's really, really beautifully implemented. Like all of Camibox's games, it's impressively designed on a level by level level but on a, also on a meta level uh, the sort of ongoing um, game to unlock all the parts of the game is, is just really well designed each set of four levels has a kind of theme and introduces something new but never so the game is overwhelming uh, and I think it's brilliant I'm absolutely in love with that company I will continuously buy everything they make 7 out of 10 do you want me to do my anecdote? Yeah. Oh, please do. That's go. what I've been looking forward to. There you go. That's why we're all go. here. No, I just had to fact check something. Okay. Um, it's unusual. So I've got a new thing that I do with Alexa for lols. It's funny. Uh, you can get Alexa to read out lyrics. Mm-hmm. So you can say, Alexa, what are the lyrics to Baby One More Time by Britney Spears? Mm-hmm. And um, she'll read them out, but in a very formal voice so she'll well, go all of them she'll say uh, in her best alexa voice baby one more time by britney spears begins with the lyrics oh baby baby oh baby baby oh baby baby how was i supposed to know that something wasn't right here oh baby baby i shouldn't have let you go and it's funny However, that's art. I know, I know, and you can do that with, and then you try and find another funny song for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a good game. She won't do it with everything, but then this happened. Um, I asked her for, as you would, I said, "What, what, are, Alexa? What are the lyrics to Deep Deep Trouble?" Look what she responded. Passing my laptop to Simon. Ah. <laughs> I'm not currently able to give the lyrics to the song Deep Deep Trouble in your location. Huh. What's going on with... Where were you? In the kitchen? <laughs> no, I was in my sitting room. Oh, you? I was in my lounge. Uh, no, she, she, she's, she can't give us the lyrics to Deep Deep Trouble huh. in our location. How will we know what they are? Uh, we never will unless someone out there is listening I'll and can swear. test that with a different Alexa in a different location. So if you if you manage to get that to work, please uh, send me a recording and Why I can live my best life. Why don't you just ask it now and start activating everyone's Alexas? Good idea. Alexa, what are the lyrics to Deep Deep Trouble by Bart Simpson? Is it by Bart Simpson? Is it by The Simpsons? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, so there we go. A little bit of an online experiment there. Great. If you have any results, please email us. Team at oneflef.com. If you don't have any results, email us. Team at oneflef.com. Just talk to us. We're lonely. Team at oneflef.com. If you want to come on the show next week, email us. Team at oneflef.com. Honestly, it's been a poor start to the year. No mm. guests. That's, that's my fault. I've let you both down. Apologies. Grace Bruxner. Team at oneflefleft.com. <laughs> Frog Detective. <laughs> Good. Oh. Uh, we got Marioki on Friday. Come oh, to Marioki. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. We really, really do have Marioki. It's going to be a good one. It's the first one of the year. Uh, I've written uh, some songs, one of which we referenced earlier in the show. If you've forgotten about that, just rewind. Just rewind. Refresh your memory. It's, yeah. a, it's a radio show, but it's also a podcast. <laughs>
Right, uh, I think that's basically it, isn't it? That is definitely it. Got another ten seconds. Get out. <laughs> that's on the hell. Do you know any jokes? None. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Pokemon! Goodbye! <laughs> 